Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to one of the newest features on BSH Radio, Sounds from the Locker Room. Broad Street Hockey's resident journalist and fellow Temple University alum, Maddie Campbell, handles most of the uh, game coverage over at BroadStreetHockey.com, and in doing so, has a recorder, well, I guess it's probably an iPhone, right? Like, no one, I still have the little recorder, but yeah, I'm sure she actually has an iPhone, she's a practicing journalist. Uh, she Anyway, she is a recorder full of co- quotes from players and coaches after every game that we'd all like to make better use of, so we figured we just give them straight to you. On this edition, we have quotes following Monday, September 17th's home opening preseason victory over the New York Islanders. We're going to start out with the offseason's biggest acquisition, James Van Riemsdyk commenting on some of his new teammates, beginning with Misha Vorobiev. Yeah, like, uh, he's got a good head for the game. Uh, again, obviously got some some good skill, uh, gets in good spots. So, uh, again, for our line, not really uh, just having a morning skate together, I thought uh, we did some good things. Next, JVR talks about playing with Shane Gostisbehere, specifically his power play prowess. Yeah, you know what, I got to get used to that a little bit. He's pretty <laughs> dynamic up there, so... Uh, Again, he's uh, got a ton of skill and has an unbelievable hockey sense. So, uh, I mean, uh, no play is ever out of the question for him. So you just try to, again, get in good spots, and uh, he, he makes it look pretty easy up there. The power play converted on a pair of its chances via two ghost bombs, and JVR talked about the unit's success and playing with a group that's been together for a while. Yeah, you know, uh, we haven't had much practice time or any practice time on it but uh, you know obviously it's nice to get in the game and get some reps in and stuff like that so um, again that's uh, the three guys on the outside of that unit have been there doing their thing for the last what, four or five years or so so uh, again they obviously have had a lot of a great deal of success so you're just trying to fit in with that and uh, again, we were able to get some good looks uh, on that tonight. Finally James answered whether he thought a team's power play success was more important than when he first entered the league back in 2009. Yeah, I would definitely say so. I think, again, you see there's more penalties called now, so uh, it's it's the fine line because obviously you can't overly rely on it because when you get to the playoffs, you don't usually get as many opportunities, so you got to be able to uh, have a well-rounded game, but certainly uh, you need to score goals, and if you have a good power play, it takes a lot of pressure off, uh, off the five-on-five play. Next, we move on to Carter Hart, who stopped all 11 shots he faced playing in the second half of the game against the Islanders. Hart was first asked how it felt to make his true preseason debut for the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, I felt good to get out there and, and play a, a real preseason game, not, <laughs> not one of those rookie games. So it, it, uh, no, it felt good to get out there and play out in front of the home fans and um, just play, get out there with some of the big boys. So it was, it was a lot of fun. Hart then remarked about whether he was able to keep his signature cool and calm demeanor in his first action outside of the rookie games. Uh, maybe not at first, but as, as the game went on, I started to settle in. And, uh, I thought we did a really good job of uh, limiting pucks to the outside. Like I didn't, uh, they did a really good job of collapsing at the net front. So. 
Carter then made note of a funny bounce that led to freezing a puck he normally would have kept live. Yeah, I got caught inside my my pad, so I get hit my chest and fell down inside my pad. I couldn't play it in time, so. Was that just weird, or was that part of the nerves of the game? No, it was just kind of a weird bounce, so. Hart was then asked whether he noticed the excited response he was given by the home crowd entering midway through the second period. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I wasn't really focusing on that. Um, I was just focusing on getting ready and getting into the game. And um, I think I just had to focus on preparing and getting ready for what, I was, what was to come. And, and I didn't really notice that too much. The next question pertained to Hart's mindset about to enter his first preseason game. Yeah, I mean, I was just kind of in the tunnel, stretching, getting a little bit loose, um, just to get ready and loose for the game. And um, honestly, I was just thinking about getting ready and getting into the game and being prepared from uh, puck drop once I get in there. Hart wasn't as sharp in the rookie game, and BSH Radio's own, suck it, the athletic, asked if he saw the puck better from the start after mentioning it took him a little while to really pick it up in the rookie game. For sure, yeah, I felt, felt like I was seeing the puck pretty good. I mean, like I said, it helps when they're keeping all the chances to stay outside, so uh, I thought we played really well the whole game. The 2016 second-round draft pick was asked to compare the preseason mid-game switch, knowing when he's supposed to go in, as opposed to regular game action, when a backup needs to be prepared at a moment's notice. I mean, it's a little bit different when you know exactly when you're going anywhere, as opposed to something that could happen where, like, an injury or something that goalie's pulled and you're just spontaneous, you're in there, so... It's definitely a little bit different because you can prepare if you know what you're coming in and, and stuff like that, right? The last question asked was what kind of personal milestone it was playing in his first NHL preseason game. It was pretty cool. I mean, to play my first preseason game with, like, the, like I said, the big boys and, and the older guys, um, com whereas compared to just playing in the rookie games in the past, it was cool to get out there, and especially in front of the home fans, and, and uh, play. Next up, we have Shane Gostisbehere talking about his first game action of the preseason and the success of the first power play unit. It was good to get back out there, you know, get some game speed, uh, get hit, uh, make some plays, and, you know, it was fun. So much of this is kind of like a guy here, an NHL guy there, but that was most of your first power play unit, as we'll probably see at opening night. Yeah, it was good to get out there, especially, you know, get some different situations. Uh, didn't go over the five on three, but it worked out for us. So, uh, you know, we were moving the puck around, making some good plays, and, you know, it worked well. James Van Riemsdyk's addition to the man advantage team was the next topic of discussion for Ghost. Yeah, I mean, uh, just adding another, you know, not another threat to the power play. I mean, he's a, he's a net guy. I mean, I think Simmer's more of a, you know, a tipper, and so is JVR. But I think JVR can make some, you know, some sneaky plays, so, like, sort of like Patty. I mean, we have so many weapons. I mean, whoever's going to be on the power play, I mean, it's, it's, we'll have two good units. So it'll, it'll be good to see what happens. Ghost was then asked about another newcomer, Carter Hart. Uh, good, you know, calm. I don't think he got too many shots, but calm, cool, collective. Uh, you know, looks good in there. Looks comfortable. Looks, looks normal. Then Gossis Bear was asked what he saw out of Igor Zamula, who is attempting to make the team as an undrafted free agent on an amateur tryout. Yeah, he's he's good. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, for sure. I I looked at Merck a couple times, man. He made some great plays out there. He, confidence is. You know, obviously high. I mean, you got to be confident and make some of the plays he was making. He's really calm, too. So, you know, he's a, he's a good player. And I think his partner, Freed, did a good job as well. 
To wrap, Shane circled back to his early chemistry with James Van Riemsdyk and what kind of contributions he expects JVR to make as a flyer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I saw him in front. Even when I broke out, I saw him at the blue line. Gave him the, you know, sort of a breakaway. So, you know, he's, he's a threat at all, all, you know, assets of the game. So not only on the power play, but, you know, I think down low, he just, he takes a beating down there, as you can see. You know, he threw a penalty there, but, you know, he's going to be a, you know, weapon for us for sure. Rounding out the players who spoke to the assembled media is Jake Voracek, who opened up discussing Misha Vorobiev. Well, a smart player, obviously I said it before, but, uh, you know, he's making really good decisions out there, and uh, he has a good stake, so, uh, you know, pretty impressive. Jake then answered a question about his chemistry with the power play group after they netted a pair of goals on the evening. Yeah, of course, it's, you know, I mean, we played together for such a long time, and, uh, you know, I think we did pretty well. We were controlling the puck, you know, uh, on our stakes and in that zone all the time, and, uh, and obviously it's going to be different in a regular season, but... Uh, I think uh, for not practicing it and being all for you know over five months or five months, I think it was really good. Then Voracek spoke on who may comprise the other members of the power play, with JVR Simmons and Nolan Patrick all seemingly competing for the same spot. Yeah, of course, uh, all of them know how to play. You know, Simmer, he's one of the best in the league. You know, he had body for a little bit last year. He's, he was he did a really good job as well. And JVR did the same thing in Toronto. So uh, you know, obviously. It's always better to have more guys in that situation than less, and uh, you know, I guess it's up to coaches how they're going to figure out. Now Jake is speaking to my interests, talking about Tyrell Goldborn's fight energizing the club. Of course, every fight in any game is, is energizing, you know. Obviously, you know, a lot of guys uh, didn't play for, for a long time, so that start was kind of shaky, but uh, you could expect that. I mean, there was a couple bounces there, here and there, but uh, I think overall as a game, I think we did a pretty good job. And uh, when we needed a big save from both of the goalies, they, they made a big save. So uh, it's, a, it's a good start, but like I say, we got a lot of work to do as well. Finally, Voracek spoke about his personal preparation needs and how much preseason action he feels comfortable getting before he's ready to go for opening night. When I get older, less and less. <laughs> I want to get tired, so uh, I don't know. I think I'd play four or five, so uh, and it's pretty good right now. I'm pushing almost 30, so, you know. To be careful with that. Huh? Uh, no, no. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. But, uh, you know, when I was younger, I played obviously seven out of eight or six out of eight. You know, when uh, lately I'm, I'm playing less and less. So uh, uh, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, I'll definitely take it. I'm going to be honest with you now, fam. I am just going to present you. Dave Haxtell's uh, coach's press conference in its entirety with the questions from the media rather than my narration because I have very little desire to hear this guy drone on and on. Now, don't get me wrong. He actually did give some pretty interesting answers, and I would recommend you listen to it. I already got you to click play, so I don't need you to listen to this all the way through. That's not what this is about. Uh, I, I just actually think he gave some good answers here, but to... Um, 
to continue doing this and cut it all up, uh, I, I'm, I'm not all that interested. I'll be totally honest with you. I just did the other guys, and it needed it. This audio, I think, is better all the way through. Uh, so if you want to hang around and listen to Dave Haxtell, uh, I, I recommend it. It actually isn't nearly as bad as you might think, considering it's Dave freaking Haxtell. So here you go, Dave Haxtell's post-game conference from Monday, September 17th, home opener, preseason game, a 3-1 to win, a three to one win over over the New York Islanders. Lots of lists to write up for a while, so trying to get through it. I like Newby tonight. He uh, he looked much like he has all the way through camp. Really settled, calm, and sharp. I thought that's you know I thought he you know as he had the one uh, he came out to play the one and it stuck I think underneath his armpit, but. That's, that's neither here nor there, really. I, I thought exactly what I said. I thought he was calm, settled, sharp uh, throughout his half of the game. Um, you know, Carter, Carter again, you know, thought he kind of continued doing what he's, what he's done through camp. He's been pretty consistent. And, uh, you know, neither guy had a ton of work tonight, but they both went out and did their job. And, you know, Carter, much the same. He's not an overactive guy in the net, especially for a young guy. He's very calm. And, um, you know, he doesn't doesn't make anything, uh, you know, doesn't make anything look too difficult because he is settled in, and he's you know positionally very good and sound. And I thought uh, sound solid performance for him. What did you see from uh, Vorobiev and Nick playing with um, skilled guys tonight? Nick played a better game tonight than he played last night. He was more effective. Um, you know, whether that was, I'm sure that you know maybe. A little bit better chemistry with his line mates, but I, I just thought individually, you know, forget about the, you know, the the overall play of his line. I thought he played a better, uh, you know, a more consistent game tonight. He was hard and heavy on pucks. He uh, he made good decisions, and, and you know, in, I think most of his touches, you know, good things happened with the puck. So I liked his game. Um, Mish, uh, on, you know, on, on his side of things, he continued doing what he's been doing. You know, we've, we're we're putting a lot on his plate, and you know tonight he played on on the power play in a, in a little different spot. Um, he did a good job on the PK, and I thought his five on five play was was good. Um, you know he finished on the wrong side of uh, the percentages in terms of faceoffs, so that's that's an area uh, that he needs to put a little bit of focus on. But he played a he played a good hockey game tonight. What did you see with Jordan? Yeah, I mean they're both they're both working to you know to battle for a center ice spot. I don't know that they're battling necessarily for the same spot, but they could be. They, certainly they could be. Um, you know Wheeler Wheeler had good energy tonight. He uh, he played hard. He was good in the faceoff dot. Um, you know wasn't able to complete anything offensively. You know, wasn't able to come away with any production. Um, but you know for uh, uh, for his first night out, I think you have to really you know you, you got to consider the fact that. Um, you know, he hasn't played up the middle, and he hasn't played a hockey game in a long time. So there was, you know, there's a lot of positives in his in his game tonight, even though it didn't, you know, it didn't come through and show on the score sheet. What were your thoughts on uh, Bill Myers' game? Seemed like settled in as it progressed. Playing back to back is always a challenge. You know, for for a young guy, he played a lot of minutes last night, and um, and you know, changing partners and you know, a little bit different setting. But that's training camp, uh, so you have to you have to deal with that and. 
know, that uh, you know, Phil was a little bit up and down tonight, and a little bit sporadic in his performance, which sometimes is to be expected, especially with a with a younger player on a back to back. Um, but you know, again, we, we take a lot of the positives out of it. Uh, there's you know, there's there's going to be some real good teaching tools out of this for uh, for Phil in terms of uh, you know some some learning points. Uh, his compete was outstanding. It, it always is. That's one thing that we like. Um, you know, and you know the areas that he's got to clean up, we'll we'll address those and you know, get another opportunity to uh, to go out and, and, and you know and play another game. Was that by design with, with Nick and Phil and Groviev to play them? I mean, that's three games in six days. I mean, they're getting a good, strong, hard look to see yeah. how they respond with that much action. Well, they're yeah, they're. I mean, those are you know, those are three of the guys that are battling for spots. You, you know, I, I I told the I told you guys this. Uh, you know, first thing, first day of rookie camp. Um, you know, I said, you know, as a as a young player, um, you know, if you want to come in and earn a job, you've got to come in and do that. You got to earn a job, and you got to take a job from a veteran player. Um, so those are they're, they're certainly not the only guys that are battling for jobs, but you know they're that's that's you know that's three games that are battling for jobs, and um, yeah, you have to go out and earn it. It's not an easy path. What was your assessment of Zamula both tonight and just in camp in general? His camp continues to be you know continues to be good. I thought his game tonight was a lot like his camp. Um, he you know he started you know, he's playing his first game. He started with a pretty good baseline, and uh, but he got more and more comfortable as as the night went along. So, real positive night for him. Are there any guys uh, further down the line that stood out to you? There are quite a few in this game that are battling for bottom six spots at the NHL level. Sorry, say that again. Uh, any guys further down the line that stood out to you in particular? Guys that maybe are battling for bottom six spots that stood out. Um, yeah, there is. You know, I I don't want to get into name and names. I, I thought we had we had some good performances tonight. We, we put some lines together with different roles for certain guys and asked them to go out and play their roles and they did that. That's so that's a you know that's a check mark in uh, you know in the right column. Um, so we'll we'll take that information and, and you know and move on. Besides going three for three, did you generally like the efficiency of the PK? You know, getting pucks out when there were opportunities. There was the a counterattack. Just in, you know, it seemed that uh, yeah, the saw the, saw yeah the little things. You know, we won some faceoffs and got clears. Know, a couple of them. Uh, we got a little pressure up ice. Uh, we're, you know, when you don't have the chemistry and you haven't played together on the kill, it's it's hard to be really good holding the blue line. But we had, you know, we had a couple, we had a couple of, uh, uh, you know, of, of good sets there holding our own blue line. A little discombobulated on a couple of others. Uh, in general, I thought uh, in zone uh, we can add a, you know, we can add a, uh, you know, half step of quickness yet, but the structure was good. And you know the guys, you know the guys did a pretty good job tonight overall. Uh, Hank, their job is to kill the penalties. They did that tonight, um, but also you know I would say you got to evaluate how how it was done. I thought overall um, I'll give that a positive grade tonight. The guys that were that were involved in the kill, they had a specific challenge and role in front of them, and they went out and they, they did the job. Two more plays. When, when you have guys like that, Isaac, in there with Carlos is making your game. You know, last year he looked like a gazelle. He's, he, he seems like a getting mature by the by the minute. Uh, what are you looking for there? Are you looking to see him against well, he, grown up, so to speak? Rats are. Are you talking rats? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he earned a game. You know, we didn't. We're not just giving him a game. He, he's okay. earned. He earned this game, um, and not just in in camp. Uh, 
Uh, you know, we talked about the difference in his, you know, you know, his his physical makeup from last year to this year. He's done a lot of work, um, and he's you know he's grown and developed that way. Um, and he through through rookie camp and through the early part of camp, we felt like he earned a game tonight, and we, we wanted to get him in a game. We'll you know we'll discuss whether there's another one you know moving forward or not. But um, you know it's. It, it's really important for us if a guy, if a young man has earned that, you know, that opportunity to give him that opportunity, and it gives us a great evaluation of him, you know, in terms of where he's at, you know, today in his development. This isn't just sending message to him; it's sending message to anybody else, like his ilk, that yeah, that if you work hard, you, you get this. Well, we really, really try to pay attention to making sure guys earn their next game. And that's you know that's not always easy to do when we have four in a row, but it's still important. That's you, know, you have to earn your way. Um, you have to earn your you know you have to earn your exhibition games. You have to earn your opportunity if you want to battle for a spot. It's not easy. It's not you know it's not meant to be, and it's not supposed to be. But can I ask a question first? Just how disruptive James can be on the power play. It seems like even if he's not deflecting pucks, there's his presence is felt. Yeah, you know, you saw a few good examples of, you know, um, you know, goals, goals, uh, the one-time goal from up top, not the five-on-three goal, but the, you know, the, um, the, uh, you know, the play in the second period, even though it was deflected by their forward out, you know, out high, you know, you're great in that front position. Uh, there's two or three other looks where he had, uh, where he got sticks on puck from, you know, he had, you know, he had one, uh, you know, G sifted one for the net uh, from the half wall that he got a stick on and tipped and. You know, there's different elements there. Like I said, we, we feel like we're, you know, um, we got two really good net front guys. They both do it a little bit differently. Like, you know, James, uh, um, you know, the way he goes, goes about his business at net front is a little bit different than Simmers. Um, but, uh, but, you know, he's, he's good at it. He's got some different elements there. Thanks, everyone. Okay. Thanks. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.